Adult content intended for an adult audience only as this contains explicit words, thoughts, and ideas. The content of this story is purely fiction and not intended for anything but the enjoyment of the listener. If you do not agree with the themes listed in the tags, please do not listen to the story. All characters engaging in sexual relationships or activities are 18 years old or older. This story was found on a free website and brought to audio form here. I did not write and take no credit for this story. Please visit the link in the comments to further support this author. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out. Panty Purchase by Longhorn Mike Austin was generally a pretty patient person, but his ability to tolerate and wait was getting pretty thin after waiting in line for eight minutes to check out at Target. Now, to top it all off, the girl in front of him was getting her credit card denied and was calling someone to straighten it out. The only thing that prevented him from losing his mind was the incredible sight that the girl provided. She was a stunning and tan dark-haired specimen, with phenomenal, pert, tits, and very nice and toned legs leading up to a short pair of shorts, which appeared to covering one of the nicest asses he had seen. After two straight months of working 80 to 100 hours a week as the new guy at the law firm, Austin was finally going to enjoy a Sunday off tomorrow. The only things on his agenda were climbing into a bottle of scotch and having mental of images of himself ravaging this beauty while he pleasured himself a few times. He had been too busy and tired to realize it, but he had not taken care of that need in a long time, and staring at this girl he realized he was as horny as he had been in a very long time. Austin and the clerk watched the girl pacing back and forth at the end of the checkout lane, the clerk to try to determine how long this would take, and Austin trying to picture her naked. Both could overhear portions of the conversation she was having, apparently with her father. I get that. But why would you cut my credit card off without telling me? How am I supposed to get the stuff I need? Daddy, I need food and clothes for a presentation. The clerk decided that this was going to take too long, so she cleared the girl's transaction and began ringing up Austin's purchases, which consisted of an assortment of groceries and a bottle of the most expensive scotch he could find on the shelves. Austin was too busy watching the girl and trying to listen to the conversation to even hear the clerk give him his total. Sir? That will be $98.41, please, the clerk repeated. Oh, sorry. Lost in thought, Austin said with a smile. He swiped his card as the clerk bagged his purchases. As he moved to grab his bags, the beauty returned to address the clerk. Ma'am, I'm sorry, but you'll have to put that stuff back. My father is apparently trying to teach me a lesson on my spending by cutting off my credit cards, and I don't have any cash. He makes huge money, and gets mad at me for buying nice clothes and stuff. Jeez, she said. Amazingly, she sounded fairly sweet, and did not come off as a bitch at all. Spoiled, yes, but otherwise she came across as nice. She turned to leave, and Austin gathered his things and followed her, staring at her ass as she walked. He thought he saw the outlines of her panties, which only served to further fuel the horniness that was already overpowering him. He wanted desperately to see what panties this fox was wearing. He had always had a thing for panties, having used the panties of his sister and ex-girlfriends regularly in his masturbation sessions through high school and his undergrad studies. It had been a few years since he had utilized any in self-pleasuring. Austin was suddenly overcome with an idea that he felt could serve him well, and be very beneficial to this mystery girl, also. He was walking a short distance behind her as she approached her car, which just happened to be a BMW convertible. Apparently she was not bullshitting about her dad being wealthy. Excuse me, miss? Austin said to her. 
He could not believe that he was about to go through with this randomness. She turned to look at him. Austin was a good-looking, fit guy, clean-cut, and wearing a suit and tie in the late afternoon of a Saturday. She regarded him with a smile, as he was no threat and pleasant to look at. Oh, hi. Sorry about that back there. My daddy is trying to prove a point to me about how much I spend. Seems like I'll have to scrimp by for a few days, she said, frowning. Yeah, I kind of overheard that. Sorry about that. I, Austin felt his heart pounding in his chest. He didn't know if he could say what he wanted, and if he managed to do so, he would stun himself at his forwardness in doing so. The pause was long enough that Mystery Girl tilted her head at him, waiting for him to finish. I heard you didn't have any money to get by on for a bit. As I watched you in the store and here now, I couldn't help but thinking that you are the most beautiful and sexy girl I have ever seen. And I want to buy your panties so you can get by for a few days. Holy shit, he couldn't believe he had said it. He was trying to gauge her face for her reaction. He was ready to move very quickly to his car if he saw her pull out a cell phone to call the police. Instead, her lips curled up a bit into a far too cute smile. Wow. Um, thank you. But as far as the other goes. She trailed off. If this was a dirty old man, or a homeless bum she probably would have screamed for help or called the police. But this was a good-looking young guy. She was ready to say, no, to his offer without a second thought, but reality set in. She didn't have much food, was low on gas, and didn't have any alcohol and daddy wasn't paying her credit card bill until Wednesday, so it might be worth her while to see what he would be willing to pay. He appeared to have a good job and some money. Why else would he be in a suit at 5.30 on a Saturday afternoon? Besides, it felt devilishly naughty to sell her panties to a stranger, to wonder what he would do with them, for her to drive back to her apartment with no panties on. I guess it would have to depend on what you would offer. She finished. When she had paused, Austin knew her answer was no. When she resumed, with a possible, yes, he was pretty stunned. He felt that his cock had grown and shifted a little bit in his pants a bit as she finished her thoughts, and the way her eyes moved from looking at his face to glancing down at his crotch, he guessed she had noticed the movement that had just taken place. The small, wicked smile that appeared on her lips confirmed as much. Austin really wasn't prepared for the possibility of her responding in the affirmative. He only choked out his proposal to her because he was so ridiculously horny. He took a moment to compose himself before speaking again. I really hadn't thought much about it. I figured you'd say no, Austin said with a bit of a chuckle. Obviously there's the replacement cost, plus the inconvenience for you, and so on. Will you tell me what they're like? It would probably affect my offer. He could not believe he was haggling over purchasing a pair of panties in the parking lot of Target. So, how much will it take? Make me an offer, she purred. He also could not believe how engorged his cock was at the thought of doing so. Being that he was blessed with a big penis, there really was no hiding his arousal from her, nor was she trying to hide the fact that was enjoying the view of the bulge in his pants. She was finding herself becoming excited thinking about this guy being so obviously horny at the thought of having, and undoubtedly, using her panties for devious and sexual things. She let out a little giggle then pulled the waistband of her shorts out so she could remember what panties she had pulled out of her drawer this morning for her shower after her workout. Austin leered, trying to catch a glimpse, but was unable to do so. Well, what I have on now is a bright red, satin, string bikini. Fullback. Size 5. And I must admit, seeing you with what appears to be a world-class boner has got me dampening them just a little bit. She said, with a little bit of a tease. 
This overload of information caused Austin's cock to twitch, and again, there was no hiding it. Oh my. Those sound nice, he said. I would love to purchase them off you. Literally. Austin pulled out his wallet to check how much cash he had on him. He was making solid money and working too much to spend a whole lot. He leafed through and counted $165, plus he always carried $50 or $100 tucked away for emergencies. He thought for a moment and looked back at her as she was slowly turning around to give him another good long stare at her gorgeous ass. He realized he had no idea what her name was. First things first. I feel like I should know your name. I'm Austin. I'm Brooke. My parents always taught me not to sell my panties to strangers, she said playfully. Well, Brooke, I would love to buy your panties for $30, Austin ventured, guessing it was low, but wanting room to negotiate. That's pretty lowball. I was hoping for quite a bit more than that, she said. They were pretty much alone in the parking lot, as she had apparently parked out a ways to keep away from other cars with her beamer. She glanced around and seeing no one nearby or watching, she unbuttoned her shorts and unzipped them just far enough to reveal the shiny red fabric of her panties. This got the desired reaction from him as he gawked, and she quickly rezipped and buttoned her shorts. How about three hundred dollars? she said with confidence. Austin was willing to pay good money to have these, as he was hornier than he had been in years, but three hundred dollars for a pair of panties, even sexy ones coming off this beauty was way more than he was willing to pay. Sorry, I can't pay that much for just a pair of panties, much as I want to, Austin said. How about sixty dollars, he said with hope. For just a pair of panties, did you say? Are you saying you'd be willing to pay more for something else? I guess that depends, he said cautiously. Like what? Here's the deal. I really need to have two hundred dollars to make it until my credit card starts working again. How about if you watched me take them off, and you got to look at me while you did your jerking off? Austin had assumed that Brooke had a good idea what he would be doing with her intimates, but to hear her come right out and say it was quite erotic. Still, $200 was too much to pay, even though the though of seeing her naked and having her watch him pleasure himself was enough to send a shiver through his body. That sounds more awesome than you can imagine, but I can't justify spending that much for that. I would pay you $100 for it, though. Gladly. Now it was Brooke's turn to offer. She thought for a minute then said, Give me two hundred dollars, and I will take my panties off for you, and use them to give you a hand job," She said. Austin's knees nearly gave out. I have to be honest here. I can't pay that much for that, but you have me almost ready to come in my pants. He said then paused. I will pay you two hundred dollars for your panties, if you will get so turned on that you perform oral sex on me. She had a dilemma now. She had the money she needed, but did not particularly enjoy giving head. I would say it's a deal, but I've only given head a couple times, and it's not my favorite thing to do. She said, still not sure what she was going to do. Only a couple times? Why not more? Austin blurted before he could stop the words. I'm sorry, none of my business, he said. No, it's fine. I've just never had a boyfriend that would reciprocate, is all. Give me a minute to think about it, she said. When you say never, do you mean very rarely? Or do you mean that you've never had a boyfriend go down on you? Austin quizzed. I mean never. Now let me think about it. She said annoyed. Brooke, I have a proposition for you. I will pay you $200 for your panties if you give me oral sex and allow me to be the first guy to go down on you. Brooke really didn't have anything to think about anymore.
She was getting the money she needed. She was going to get a look at this cute guy's obviously impressive cock. And she was going to get her pussy licked for the first time ever. Her pussy was already slick with anticipation. Where do you live? She asked. Brooke asked for, and received, Austin's driver's license. She snapped a picture of it and texted it to her roommate. It wouldn't prevent him from doing something awful to her, but it was at least a deterrent to him from thinking about it. It was something her promiscuous roommate had come up with during freshman year. She followed him to his apartment, which thankfully was just a short drive. Her heart was hammering in her chest. She was pretty incredulous that she was doing this. She enjoyed doing some things on occasion that felt a little naughty, going out without panties, intentionally letting guys see up her skirt, walking around the apartment with the blinds open just a bit while being scantily clad, or nude. But she was by no means a slut. She had dated four guys since high school, and made love to two of them after dating a long time. She had friends who would go home with a guy ten or more times in a school year, and they thought nothing of it. She was still a little unsure of this, but she felt alive. Yes, she was definitely no slut, but doing this felt a little slutty, and it felt good. She parked next to Austin, who had gathered his target bags, and was moving towards a door. She fell in step with him. No words were exchanged between them. Both felt a need to speak, to break the silence, but neither knew the right thing to say, so they let it go. She followed him to an elevator, where he instructed her to push five. They rode in silence, and as they disembarked and started to walk down the hall, she felt an urge to turn and run, but other primal urges she felt overpowered them, and she followed Austin down the hall. She could not help but notice that he had nice, broad shoulders, and what appeared to be a tight bottom. He stopped at 528, and fumbled for his keys. He opened the door, and held it for her to walk in. He followed her, turning on the lights, and bringing the bags to the kitchen to put away the things that had to be kept cold. She took in his apartment, which was furnished nicely, and was kept neat and tidy. None of the odd posters you would find on the walls of a typical college guy's apartment. Like something to drink? He said from the kitchen. Water, milk, lemonade, or I have something stronger if you please. She walked into the kitchen, where he was busily putting things away. This was so foreign to her, yet she felt quite at ease with this man who thirty minutes ago was a complete stranger. Got any vodka? She asked. But of course, he said with a grin. He pulled out a half-empty bottle of Grey Goose on the counter and opened the cabinets that contained the glasses. I'll let you pour your own, if you don't mind. Ice in the freezer, there is cranberry and lemonade in the fridge if one of those will work. She grabbed a tall glass, threw four ice cubes in the bottom, and filled the glass about halfway with vodka. She chose lemonade and topped off her glass. He grabbed a rocks glass for himself and poured three fingers of scotch in the bottom. She gulped about a third of her drink, shuddering as the alcohol hit her system. He took a swig of his own drink as he watched her. Are you sure about this? I don't want you to regret it, he said sweetly. No, I'm sure. Quite sure, she said. With that, she downed the rest of her drink, turned and walked out of the kitchen. Which way to the bedroom, she said, tailing off. Austin needed no more encouragement. He downed the rest of his drink and led the way to his room. Nice place, she said, sitting on the corner of the bed, as she watched him taking off and hanging up his suit coat, shirt and tie. He walked into the bathroom, and came out in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt. She was quite glad she'd had that drink, the effects of which were pummeling her right now. One of the few curses of being thin was that alcohol got to her quite quickly. He approached the corner of the bed, 
and knelt down in front of her, taking her long-fingered hands in his. She had not realized before, but he had very large hands. Brooke, I want you to be positive about this. Please feel free to say no if you don't feel comfortable, he said, looking into her eyes. I'm good, she slurred slightly. This guy randomly approaches her to buy her panties off her, and he turns out to be sweet and sensitive. Who would have thought it? Good. Are you ready? He said with a smile. Yes. She started to stand, with the intention of disrobing and handing over her panties. But as she began to stand, he put his hands gently on her shoulders and pushed her back down on the bed. No. Let me. He said. He grabbed the bottom of her shirt and lifted. She took the cue and raised her arms so that he could get the shirt fully off her. He set it down on the ground and went to the back of her bra to undo it. She sat, a little frozen by what was happening, but her nipples showed her approval of the events by firming up and pointing out. He pulled the bra off, and was not disappointed. Her tits were amazing, firm and symmetrical, with her nipples just perfect. He instructed, Lay down, and she obeyed. His heart was pounding in his chest, and his cock was throbbing in his shorts. He unbuttoned her shorts, unzipped them, and she complied by lifting her hips off the bed to allow them to be removed. She was expecting him to remove her panties also, but he left them on. She had one knee in the air, and the other straight out, legs slightly spread. He removed his shirt, revealing a toned, athletic torso, and he moved between her legs. He kissed her forehead, then each of her cheeks. He nibbled on her right earlobe, then whispered in her ear. Just lay back and enjoy, Brooke. The combination of him with her ear in his mouth, and him saying that raised goose bumps on her body. He approached this as though they were longtime lovers, not strangers. He kissed her neck, intensifying the goosebumps. He then kissed her right shoulder, all the way down her arm, and then back up, moving across her sternum above her breasts, and doing the same on her left side. He kissed all around her breasts, and smiled a touch when he heard her breath escaping her. He worked his way down, kissing all over her toned and tanned abdomen. She was definitely the rare girl who looked better naked than clothed. He moved down to just above her pubic bone, then kissed her right hip bone, making his way down the top of her thigh, rubbing his hands on her sexy smooth, and of course, tanned calves kissing her feet, and briefly sucking on her toes. Rather than switching to her left leg, he went back up her right leg, but kissing, licking and sucking her inner thigh, stopping just short of her panties. Now he switched to her left leg, paying it the same attention he had the right. She was dripping with anticipation by now hoping he would rip her panties off and dive in. Instead, he kissed his way back up her abdomen. Oh, right, my tits! Suck on my tits! Brooke's internal monologue intoned. He did just that, alternately licking and gently sucking each nipple in turn, occasionally rolling the one not in his mouth between his fingers. She was dying of anticipation now. She could tell an orgasm was in her future, and he still had not even gotten close to her sweetest spot. He did this for a long time and while she greatly appreciated the attention her nipples were receiving, she was ready to push his head down to her soaked panties. She couldn't believe she was getting money for this, but she was more than ready to have a tongue on her sex for the first time. As if on cue, Austin began kissing his way down her tummy to her glorious twat, leaving his hands to explore her mounds as he did so. This time, there would be no teasing. He kissed her panties, where the gusset had wet through, then he raised his head and moved it to within a foot of her face and stared deeply into her eyes. I wasn't kidding back at the store when I said you were the most beautiful and sexy woman I had ever seen. I hope you enjoy this affraction as much as I will. 
he rasped at her. She closed her eyes as he kissed his way back down her abdomen. She couldn't believe how special he was making her feel. Her eyes remained closed, as she could feel him kissing and licking at the exterior of her panties again. Just this light contact forced her panties against her pussy, giving her satisfaction. Then she felt his hands reach under her ass and lift up slightly, and then he proceeded to gently pull her panties off of her, exposing her sex to him. He lightly tossed her panties off the bed, then looked again to admire the sight before him. Her dark hair was messed up a bit, and her eyes looked up at him, with a longing in them he had not seen in a long time if ever. Once again, he looked at her firm tits, with nipples on top like cherries on a sunday, firm and tantummy, and then there was the best sight of them all. Her smooth and sexy calves gave way to silky thighs, which led up to a gorgeous pussy. She was mostly shaved, but had a landing strip leading down to her engorged labia. She was glistening and wet, and he longed to push his throbbing cock into her, but he would settle for the next best thing. He lifted her thighs so that her feet were on the bed, and her knees were in the air, and he slowly lowered his head down to her slit, never breaking eye contact with her. He was just now inches from her, cunt, and she could feel his hot breath on her exposed pussy. He took a deep whiff of her scent. You smell unbelievable sexy. He purred at her. Her eyes fluttered as he took a long lick at her pussy, from the bottom of her vagina, up her labia to her clit. He repeated this several times, savoring the taste, as he was treating her pussy like an ice cream cone. He took one thumb and began to slowly rub her clit, and slowly inserted one, and then two fingers into her. This triggered a sensory overload in her. Her orgasm overcame her, and she shuddered uncontrollably, and after having been mostly quiet throughout, she startled him by screaming. Yes, 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 more, I'm coming, oh god. He picked back up his rhythm, and continued to lick her and finger her, though he slowed the rubbing of her clit, lest it become too sensitive. She was seeing stars, when she felt her next orgasm hit her. Again, she roared, her hips bucking up eagerly to meet his tongue. It was hard for him to continue to lick, what with the smile plastered on his face. He loved the feeling of getting head, or fucking a girl, but nothing topped the power he felt when he had a girl wrapped around his finger, as he did now. He felt he had held up his end of the bargain quite well, but he wasn't finished. She expected him to quit, as well, but he continued to bury his face in her musky-smelling twat, lustily licking her pussy and the juices it could no longer hold. His fingers moved more quickly, and she launched into a third climax. She moaned loudly, as she tried to maximize contact between her cunt and his face. As this third climax ended, she was almost spent. She didn't know if she could take any more. She grabbed his face and lifted it off her genitals, but not without a little resistance. She didn't know if it was always like this, or if he was a Greek god of eating pussy, but she couldn't believe she had missed out on this for twenty-one years. He moved up the bed to cuddle up next to her. Was it okay? He asked, knowing full well that it was not only okay, he had just rocked her fucking world. Better than you can ever imagine. She purred at him, as she stared at her juices all over his face. He had really gotten into it. She could feel his raging cock and his shorts pressing up against her hip bone, and was never more eager to do anything in life than she was to have his balls on her chin to repay him. It's funny, she thought to herself, how something can seem so much more enjoyable when you have reason to want to do it. She got on all fours and crawled to the foot of the bed, affording him a marvelous look at her ass and cunt from behind. She stepped off the bed, as he watched her. She stood, then turned to face him and reached out her hands to him. He took them, and she pulled him to the edge of the bed, and to his feet. 
She dropped to her knees, worked her finger inside the waistband of his shorts and boxers, and pulled them down to his ankles. He stepped out them, now completely nude as well. She looked at his heavily veined and clean-shaven cock and balls. He was huge. He was standing upright, at least 7.5 inches, and thick, with balls that were taut, and appeared to be full of cum. He was much bigger than either of her lovers had been. She cupped his balls with her left hand, and lowered her head onto his cock, while stroking his lower shaft with her right hand. He moaned in the purest pleasure he had ever felt. He could not believe this beauty was giving him head. His head fell back in bliss, then he looked down at her working her tongue up and down his shaft, licking and kissing his balls, then taking him in her mouth again. She stared into his eyes as she eagerly bobbed her head up and down his cock as far as she dared without gagging. He brushed her hair away from her face. She had only been blowing him for a couple of minutes, but he was close to exploding. Having not jerked off in at least ten days, combined with eating her out, and seeing this beauty with his cock in her mouth and making eye contact with him was more than he could bear. Brooke, I'm going to come, he warned her. She kept going, speeding up her efforts, and expertly played with his nuts. I can't hold it anymore, he warned again. She kept going, and his cock began to twitch and spurt it again and again and again, filling her mouth with his cum. He let out with a primal yell of ecstasy unlike he had ever felt before. This was far better even than the first time he had fucked without a condom. She kept stroking the base of his cock with her right hand, and as he softened a bit, she slowly slid her mouth off his rod. While it wasn't her favorite thing in the world, she gladly swallowed his load in repayment. She kissed his balls, licked the shaft, and then took his head in her mouth again to clean up any cum that might be left. He crashed onto the bed in exhaustion. Now it was her turn to climb next to him and cuddle. She liked being in his big strong arms. They lay there, speechless for ten minutes, each catching their breath and rehashing the events of the last hour. Part of her was insisting she leave right now, and yet another was wanting to stay right where she was. I'm thirsty, he said. You need anything? I'd love a beer, she said. I have a better idea, he replied. I'd like to take a shower, but then I'd love it if you would join me for dinner. My treat. There's a great Italian place just down the street. Let me think about she said, slightly amazed at how she felt about him already. He sure seemed to be a nice guy, polite, good job. The fact that he had a giant cock and ate pussy like a champ sure didn't hurt either. Tell you what, he said, walking over to his dresser and grabbing his wallet. He pulled out two hundred dollars and handed it to her. Here's the money I owe you. I'm going to hop in the shower real quick. If you want to leave, you may, but I'd love it if you would join me for dinner. Deal? Deal she said, taking the money. She felt a bit guilty about taking it. That had not felt at all like a business transaction. That had felt real. She felt as connected to him in two hours' time as she had with boyfriends she'd had for over a year. He walked into the bathroom and closed the door most of the way. She walked over to her shorts and put the money in her pocket, then peered through the opening of the doorway. She could see his now flaccid, yet very impressive cock dangling between his legs in the mirror reflection. He turned on the shower and entered while she thought about her options. Austin was busy lathering up when he saw the shower door open as Brooke climbed in with him. She took the soap from his hands and turned him around and began scrubbing his back for him. This was the first look she had gotten at his bare ass and her earlier assessment in the hallway was correct. He did indeed have a very nice butt. She grabbed his shoulders to turn him around to face her. She was going to wash his chest 
and was surprised to see that he was no longer limp, but fully erect. Their eyes met, and he moved in to kiss her, not knowing exactly what her reaction would be. She lunged to meet his lips, and his hands found her ass and cupped it, pulling her closer to him. He lifted her up, and pulled his mouth away from hers, as the head of his cock was nearing entry into her. Yes? he asked. Yes, she replied, wrapping her right hand around the back of his neck, and using her left to guide his head to her hungry hole. He lowered her onto his length, and backed her against the shower wall, holding her in place with his strong arms, as he thrust up into her. She was glad she was still wet from earlier, and appreciated the water of the shower too. She clawed at his back, head nuzzled up against his neck, as he lustily fucked her. She was moaning in time with his thrusts, as he filled her so well. She had water running down her forehead into her eyes, but she didn't care one iota. He was deeper in her than anyone had ever been, and she felt secure with his capable arms holding her, her long legs wrapped around his torso, as he was expertly fucking her brains out. She was approaching her fourth orgasm of the last hour, which was usually a good month or two for her. As her climax began to spill over her, she dug her nails in, drawing blood. He kissed her mouth hungrily, as his orgasm filled her cunt to the brim. The slowly fell to the ground, water cascading around them as they recovered. They finished their shower, and of course, she joined him for dinner. They got a seat right away, tucked away in a corner. He ordered them each a glass of wine, as they began to make small talk. Soon, the topic turned to what he did for a living. I'm a lawyer. Don't judge me, we're not all bad guys, he said with a grin. Which firm are you at? she inquired. Stalworth, Long, and Swan, he said. One of the big ones. She flushed a bit. I never told you my full name, did I? Brooke said. I'm Brooke Stallworth. Chuck Stallworth is my dad. The end. This podcast is part of the Erotica Podcast Network. Visit the other channels for more stories with a different focus. Support us on Patreon to make requests for subjects you would love to hear. Thank you to those who have already reached out.